Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast, and my guest today is Sarah Goldsmith. All the way from Matamata. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Glad to hear it. Fit and well. Yes. Fantastic. Um, so people may not necessarily know exactly where that is. Um, I do because I drive through it whenever I go south. I make sure I do the Matamata route as opposed to the alternative, the Waikato uh, Expressway. And yes. um, it's, it's a far nicer journey. It's a lovely place to go through. It is, and it's growing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's one of those small towns that seem to be booming. So mm. yeah, awesome. there's a lot more people here than there used to be 20 years ago. That's for sure. And and how long has Evolve been been running? Evolve Fitness. So I took over a gym in 2006, ah. um, and it was a small, much smaller gym then. Um, yeah. I just sort of moved back from Aussie and sort of said I'd never live in my hometown and marry a farmer and that's exactly <laughs> what I did but um, I purchased the gym and then yeah. met Shane and then sort of the rest is history and yeah. um, five kids later so wow. so here we are but yeah. um, so six, 16 years I've had the gym that's amazing yeah and it's yeah it's it's changed a lot originally um, I sort of came in from Sydney and had a bit of a more of a city perspective perhaps in health and fitness and mm. I sort of brought that into the small town and then mm. a few years later we rebranded uh, to Evolve yeah. um, which at the time was a six-week challenge that I was running I called it Evolve yeah. and then it sort of became quite apparent that it was really fitting to actually name the gym that because yeah. we were constantly changing and um, always evolving so Hence Perfect. the rebrand. Yeah, brilliant. So um, if you go back a step, what, what got you into the industry in the first place? Obviously, you did some time in Oz in the industry as well. Yeah, so um, I was qualified through Les Mills uh, right. when I was 14. All right, wow. And I was taking classes in the gym that I came back and actually purchased. So uh, right. from the age all through school, I worked in the gym taking classes, and it was just my passion. I just... Mm. Absolutely loved it. I did uh, competitive aerobics through through high school. Mm. And then I sort of had a bit of a gap here, moved away to Tauranga mm. and worked in the industry there. And then I thought, oh, I might go down and do Bachelor of Physical Education, went down to Otago. And then from there, I thought, right, I'm going to take a huge break. Uh, but a bit of burnout already. Okay. <laughs> At yeah. the ripe age of 20, whatever it was. <laughs> and then uh, went over to Port Douglas mm. and then worked there for a wee while on the Great Barrier Reef. Nice. Long story short. Then yeah. uh, moved down to Sydney and worked in a really good gym in Sydney. Right. And then decided to come home. So I sort of uh, had the pang to come back to yeah. rural New Zealand. And um, hence why then, then I purchased the gym that I'd started. So I did a full circle and came back to Matamata. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. Were there some things that you picked up in that city gym environment that you brought back that may not have been normal for a rural gym? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
this obviously the city space um it's, okay this is the interesting thing here i suppose yeah. um pretty much every member in in the city gym that i was working at it was a pretty exclusive gym but right. everyone had a personal trainer so there were 20 personal trainers working wow. out of this gym yeah um and there wasn't the ten thousand members it was it was you know i think we had maybe two thousand members at okay. this gym that's quite a ratio, um yeah and i mean one of the clients that i had was spending 280 bucks a week just to come to the gym twice a week so the demographic was yeah was really different and mm. it was sort of right next to Macquarie Bank and we had yep. quite a few corporates yes. if you like yeah yeah and then obviously polar opposite coming back to Matamata and mm. being in a rural space and mm. you know we had new mums we had it, it just it was completely different mm. and, and sort of hence why the rebrand too it just didn't fit it just didn't fit from yeah. from where i come from yeah and um yeah it, it was a very very different demographic so mm. yeah sort of a big mm. learning learning curve there so so is is it fair to say that there'd be less uh require or less um people wanting that 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 pt um experience no, as well or no? no no i would say things have definitely changed um yeah. over the years mm. but um certainly there was that they were high high movers and shakers yeah. of the corporate world they sure. wanted to come in they wanted to not think about it they needed someone to you know they were high achievers right yeah, so yeah, they needed yeah. someone to push them challenge them mm. um and there was a lot of that and okay. and you know coming here it's it's connection Right. And it was more right. connection, nurturing. Well, this yeah. is what I feel it feel it is now. It's it's yeah. the PTs. There's still the high achievers that want to be pushed and, and things like that, but mm. there's also the nurturing mm. side, mm. I feel that's mm. a little bit more here. You've got a um just having a, a look from the outside. And you know, if I was if I was moving to to your area, I'd certainly be attracted to the to the way in which you do things. You've got an amazing culture by the looks of things, and one of one of those, there's a number of them I want to talk about, but the, the one that <clears throat> sort of looked, stood out was the, the monthly um, activity points that you've yeah. got going on. You've kind of got the, uh, the top gear leaderboard of, of the most down to, to the lowest, but it's a massively long list. I mean, the number of names yeah. on that list is, is huge. So how does, how does that work? How do they accumulate points and, um, you know, rack up themselves up the, up the ladder? So it's, I mean, I suppose it's a bit of a double double thing we're trying to do here. It's um, motivation, but yeah. on the flip side of that also, it's a scanning and process, right? So okay. we're encouraging people to not only scan in, but then making it a bit of a bit mm. of a thing. It's a bit mm. of a healthy competition for those yeah. that are quite competitive. Yeah. Um, but it's also just a nice motivation for people that are just really putting an effort in and mm. not expecting to, to be part of a thing. But it, I think it's quite a little mm. perk that, yeah. They then go, oh, I'm actually on this board for yep. achieving something. You yep. know, like I think yep. that's quite neat. It hits everybody in a slightly different way, right? Yeah. yeah. And you've got the people that are like, right, I'm going to come in, you know, <laughs> twice a day and I'm going to get on that board. And, you know, you've got those people. Um, but, yeah, so it's 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 quite a nice nice little tool, but it's mm. also just, uh, <clears throat> you know, encouragement to, to scan too. So. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's based on um, um, individual visit the visits. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's good. Really good. Um, and one of the other things is um, is 
there's there's a number, but the 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 one that the other one that stood out was the the golden the golden um, personal best clips. Clips. So okay. There's, so this... there's a, a picture on your wall, which has obviously been properly designed. There's there's two plastic clips that have been painted gold, and there's a bell hanging from the wall between the clips, like yeah. in a pub. If someone's buying around, the bell gets rung, right? Yeah. That's yeah, and, and I cannot take credit for this. This is, um, okay. I've got a wonderful business partner, uh, Chris Crowsdale, who yeah. he, he's very good with all of this sort of stuff and right. he does right. a heck of a lot of research mm. and um, this is his brainchild and honestly, it's it's fantastic. It's been wonderful and mm. the uptake of very different people giving this a go is really right. cool. So this is really new, um, okay. I'm like as in two weeks new. Oh, right. Um, and sort of it, it's why not celebrate mm. personal bests mm. and um, you know we've had young girls get on there ding ding put the golden clips on mm. and it's almost like one of those things that you just go right this is it yeah. you know and it gives it. you that yeah and it gives you that little bit more adrenaline we had one guy who's a very heavy lifter mm. um, he did a 310 deadlift and you know the whole gym stopped the bell yeah. was rung, yeah. the clips were put it was a thing right yeah that's um, huge and, and so it should be celebrated it was it was it was wonderful so any, anyone can ring the bell and give right. it a break right and it's good that it isn't just the heavy lifters because that would be the obvious thing right yeah but great that um that everybody's giving it a go and then it, it immediately creates that sense of community because like you said Absolutely. everybody stops Everybody, yeah. you know, does that support, waiting to see if they do the lift. Oh, and, and you just feel that. I think this is one thing that we're really proud of, which is, is what we're developing and what really has developed over the years is mm. this really core sense of community mm. in our gym. And we are so proud of that. Um, you know, include all-inclusive space for everybody. That's like our values, right? And we are a small community anyway. And, and I think that's what, is beautiful about small communities mm. is that mm. support and you know this is people's happy place yeah. so yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's something we really really work on that's fantastic um and i'm sure there'll be people listening going shit i'm gonna do that tomorrow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea they'll have to look you up first to see how good the uh the clips and the bell are on the wall there you don't just throw it up it's it's been well thought oh, oh, out. It's got, yeah it's a thing <laughs> it sure is um, the other thing I noticed is, is big on service. So you're a, a community facility, but um, that service is really important. And the example I'd give is on the back of the hoodie, it says here to help. So not just personal trainer, but personal trainer here to help. So the sort of, there's that sort of um, open door policy in terms of how, how everybody yeah. behaves with people on the floor. 100%. And we, you know, that is something that we want to continue to to work on too mm. um this is this is where it gets tricky right and you'll know this as a personal trainer too um you don't want your personal training clients to feel like their trainer is being distracted by anyone else mm. you want to feel like mm. you have them you've paid for them you have them for that half hour or 45 minutes one hour whatever you're yeah. training yeah. for yeah. You, so our gym instructors are the ones wearing those shirts because we want uh, people to approach them and and we don't want people to feel like the personal trainers don't care about them yeah 
So it's one yeah. of those things where it's a real hard, it's a tricky mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. You don't want the, the clients to feel ignored by the personal trainers, but the personal trainers are busy with their clients. And, um, you know, you want the gym instructors who are all qualified personal trainers anyway okay. to be utilized. We want them to feel comfortable to ask them and we, you know, ask them questions. That's what their job is. Mm-hmm. And and don't be afraid to. I, I think it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, go, oh, no, I don't want to ask a stupid question. No question stupid, right? No, no. So, yeah, we really want them to engage with the staff and, and feel comfortable. So, yeah, we just sort of put that out, out there. Yeah, no, it's so good. Um, so you specifically have um, exercise instructors who are on the floor different to the personal trainers? Yes. Right. Yep, yep. Right. So the staff that are working behind the uh, small small town stuff too, right? We don't have yeah. a separate receptionist to the personal trainers that are working. So right. um, the trainer that is working on the desk is the receptionist, is yep. the person doing the sales, is okay. the cleaner. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's it's, yeah. it's the old school situation mm. where you know they are a bit of everything. Mm. Mm. No, fair enough. So it's easy for a member who may be in the middle of a session to kind of differentiate and say, "Oh, that's the person I go to to ask for help." Yeah, and that's and hence the t-shirt because that's what yeah. we needed to to change a little bit. You don't want sort of people coming and saying, "Oh, you know, I want to join up and saying that to a personal trainer because they're busy with their clients." Mm. So mm. we really had to make that um, a separate. Yeah. separate situation yeah 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 i like it um <clears throat> i like also there's so much stuff to talk about um <laughs> the the emphasis on healthy as opposed to appearance yeah and um you know looking good is secondary um a healthy relationship with your body is the priority and i think yep. that's that's so good because elements of the industry are so bad at making it all about appearance and that's it I think elements of the industry, I think there's mm. two two things here. I mean, I was a competitive bodybuilder, went to Germany, and there's very much the aesthetics of that. Mm. I think that that was a passion of mine, but not, you know, that wasn't the end all. Yeah. Ultimately, you have to feel good. Otherwise, you're just not going to be good, mm. right? Mm. So we really had to change change that a little bit because I think because I was a competitive bodybuilder yeah. and Chris as well, he's a competitive crossfit, crossfit okay. athlete. Okay. So therefore we, we did probably have the stigma that we were athletes and, and our gym was only for athletes, mm. you know, but I'm also a mum, mm. you know, and, mm. and it's, you know, I've got five kids. It's, <laughs> you know, it's about feeling good. You have, you, you cannot drag yourself out of bed just to look good. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you want to jump out yeah. of bed and feel good first. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have to change it. I mean, I don't know how many bodybuilders, you know, jump out. They don't jump out of bed. <laughs> they drag out of bed. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, we, we really had to change that. And um, that's that's our focus now. And that's probably more me changing too. Chris changing too. He's also yep. got four kids. Right. Um, you know, we, we want to feel good. And, um, yeah, I've had probably a massive changes over the years mm. of mm. Mm. my belief systems and all that sort of stuff. And that's all part of that that evolution, right? It comes back to that word. It's such an appropriate name because, yeah. you know, the clients that you had, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago are different to the clients that you've probably got now. Um, they evolved And what us. we have learned, Rich, oh, what we have yes. learned. I mean, Kaizen, back <laughs> yeah. in the day, that, that was a, yeah, a turning point, right? That was, uh, right, fitness is, yeah. fusion, is the fusion with health and, and that, for me was was interesting and it probably mm. broke open that 
holistic side for me. Mm-hmm. And by Joe's, that's gone well the other way now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that emphasis on the health, because there's so much emphasis on the fitness usually that um, we, we kind of don't give the health enough of a, enough of a priority. Well, it's holistic health, right? Yeah. It's not just yeah. health. I think sometimes yeah. when you say health, people think medical. Mm, and and, mm. and it, it's really, I mean, it's so far from that. And, and really, I think now the culture that we're trying to create too is looking at the mind, the body, the spirit. You know, it's not just that physical body trying yeah. to yeah. look different. Yep. It, it's yep. we're hitting on all sorts of levels now which is that's, amazing that's brilliant and that kind of taps into that tefare tapafa doesn't it in terms of the the pillars um, yep. and that holistic approach to health you know if one's not there then the others aren't going to be supported correctly so get, get them all right yeah. yep so that's where we're going excellent so yeah so tell me more about that i mean i know obviously you you've you did that um that mentorship that i did way back in what was that 2015 i think oh um, I do feel like I was always kind of on that wavelength anyway, mm. right? Mm. But just my biggest thing now is really being an advocate to mainstream holistic health. So, you know, I became a Reiki practitioner. Oh. I'm getting back into my massage. I'm doing a lot more yoga, meditation. Mm. Mm. And all of these things are becoming more and more mainstream, but they have to, that, it should be mainstream, right? Yeah. Um, still doing weight training, all that sort of thing, mm. but really trying to balance that out. Right. And and yeah. that's sort of what we're becoming advocates for now. You know, right. tap into the spiritual stuff as well. You've mm. got to break into mm. these traumas, release mm. the pain from the body. Like this, mm. I mean, it, once you blow this open, she's a she's a deep dive. You know. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. fascinating. And you know, I, I think over the years of how many clients that. I've had that we, you know, we've certainly challenged their bodies and, you, you know, you may have results, but how quickly do they then dive back into the same old, same old, what they mm. were doing before, their health mm. deteriorates again. Yeah. And, and they sort of became reliant on you to be the change. And, you know, now we know, you know, if their mindset was worked on as well as their physical body, as well as their spiritual body, they would have then had a transformative shift. Mm instead of just having a physical shift yeah so so really that's that's what we're about now yeah you're absolutely right <clears throat> and then they're not aligned well i can't say that the whole health and fitness industry is is moving in this way no. because i think that's because that's the way i'm doing it that that's the way i'm taking it mm. to be the change you want to see in the world mm. right mm. um but yeah i i would like to hope that more people will start getting into this and then really having transformative change yep. because it's yep. it's it's life changing it's family life changing yeah. yeah yeah that's it it's the knock on the ripple effect isn't it not just the yep. individual but the people around that person and um yeah that's where it's really really powerful and hence why chris and i it's it's it, you know universal stuff but amazing how we came together as business partners and we were on the same wavelength and, you know, the ripple effect that we could have in the community mm. in our small community. If we mm. both feel like this and this is the way that we're going to do it, mm. we can only believe that we will affect the community in a really positive way as well. Yeah. 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 I like the fact that um, you guys take time out. Like um, 
I know mm. that you guys had a team day the other day and you all got dressed oh, up. Um, it was that, fabulous. That just that feeds into that culture again, doesn't it? That we, we talked about before, that the one that you're trying to create for, for your uh, customers and clients. But that only starts with the people who work there and yourself and, and Chris, I suspect. So it looked an awesome, awesome. What did you get up to? So we went go-karting first because oh. we, we do love a competition. Fair enough. <laughs> We then, and I was so dark, I, I didn't win. And then, <laughs> um, we then went to a pole dancing class oh, and did some aerial silks, wow. um, which was hilarious. And yeah. um, it broke open a few comfort zones for mm. a few people, which is really neat. All the boys especially, it was yeah, great. I bet. I bet. And, and then um, we finished with a infrared hot yoga class. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, and a little bit of breath work at the end, which is yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So. A good order of events as, as the day yeah. went on as well. Yeah. 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 So, no, it was so cool. And, yeah. you know, you just, I think that again, it's connection with people mm. and getting people out and getting them out of their comfort zones, but also just enjoying their company and finding out more about yourself, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because so when they come know. in, they walk in the door, hi, how are you? Straight into clients. Yeah. You don't really, yeah get to get to know them so it's, mm, it was really mm, it was really really cool mm, mm. yeah it's that um that that sense of belonging and you know part of something bigger than yourself and you know that wanting to to contribute when you're in, in, a, in part of a, a high performing team um, yeah. so a great way of building that that culture yeah oh no, it was wonderful it's like wonderful we just you know mm. we've got a really amazing team just really yeah. cool people yeah um all motivated all oh just yeah that mm, epic. fantastic um <clears throat> so more about the classes that, that you run in the in the in the gym are the classes that you run i quickly saw the the timetable are they your own or are they like um a les mills thing how do you do that yeah we used to we used to do les mills um for a few years and mm. then decided that for the numbers in a small town we had to be quite realistic and yeah. um you know you're not going to get 50 people or 100 sure. people yeah. hence we don't have the space yeah. and the population just don't really get them yeah so uh we decided to just make our own i mean i've been taking classes for 20 something yeah. years now <laughs> so um i take sort of a sculpt class sure it's challenging um, it has an element of booty bands and it's more of an endurance-based class. Okay. Um, then we have got uh, the girls taking what's called fusion. So it's a little bit of a mixture. Um, they do more of a high-intensity interval training style class. Mm. Um, some of them are CrossFit athletes as well. So they do a little bit more of sort of the CrossFit-y WOD situations mm. as well. So they mix mm. it up a little bit with those okay. classes as well. And then we've got Linda, who's been taking classes for me for 16 years. All right. And she does, she's she's a little bit um, older now. Yeah. Sort of her mid-50s. And she's taking a pump class, which is oh. like, I suppose it's like Les Mills body pump, but okay. it's just a resistance class, full body at night. Yeah. 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 And there's, um, is there, there's a yoga lady as well. Yeah, so we used to have Mother Mother Yoga. They've just taken a break through COVID, yeah. um, but they were doing their own style yoga as well. She was a yin yoga instructor and a right. flow. Uh, we had a flow class as well, but they're just taking a um, break. Oh, we've got Pop Pilates. Um, oh, one of our yes. instructors is a qualified Pop Pilates instructor. So that's just a, um, a very challenging Pilates class. Mm, He's mm. taking that. Um, and we, we did have 
winter again is one of those times where people tend to uh, hibernate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we had what was called a um, fresh. And fresh was a class for people to come more uh, based at a quieter time at night upstairs. And it was for people that had never done classes before just to introduce them yeah. to classes. Yeah. But that's just dropped off a little bit with numbers. Okay. So we tend to have a winter break on that sort of thing. Sure, sure, sure. That's a smart move. I don't know how many places do that where there's that sort of that introduction process. Give them a feel, you know, a taste without sort of committing to too many. Yes. And the intensity is not too high. Right. And it's really, except, okay, what we have found with this class, there was a point where people got a little bit too comfortable to stay there and they didn't take the jump. Ah, so, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, so once you've got people that are a little bit tentative maybe to give things a go, when they did give it a go, they then found a new comfort zone okay. and then they would just keep coming. So rather than it being like a six-week graduation, which is maybe where we need to cap it and just say yeah. after six weeks, you then graduate and you move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so, sorry, I just thought of that right there. <laughs> um, it was one of those things where they then go, oh, yeah, I got to know the people that are there. We all went together and they they grew yeah. comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. If you have the graduation, then they can't hang around. It's like no, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to you've got to you've got to fly, my pretty. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Move on, evolve. You got to evolve. That's right. So yeah, but anyway, you know, we, we keep evolving. We keep yeah, evolving. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And so, has much changed inside? I, I saw a really good aerial photograph. There's obviously an upstairs, downstairs um inside the because you've got a massive building but um yeah you, know, you can so, see the reception area and the carpet and the machines and it's constantly evolving so i started <laughs> of off with a you know we were above we were in an old movie theater in Matamata. um it was a it was a massive space but it was almost too big right and it was very right. open very high ceilings and um then my husband and I actually purchased a building and then we moved down to that building right. and then renovated that and then it was too small. It, <laughs> we outgrew it. Yep. So then we purchased some land and then built this in 2015, oh, the one that okay. we're in now. Okay. Um, and we purpose-built this one. So, you know, I had all the lighting put in and lighting's huge. Yes. So, well, for me, I, I find it's a huge thing and it creates mm. a lot of atmosphere. So mm. um, we sort of put in, we originally had a ball pit in here for kids and we had a cafe. Yeah. And yeah. then we sort of outgrew that too. So we sort of needed to move that on. And then we've made a movie theatre for the kids. So right. kids can come in to a little movie and we've made like a little cave for them. So it's dark and, you know, so it's quite cool. Yeah. Um, so a, a few kids can go into there while their parents are working out. Mm. Um, we've got a good ab area. We've got all new gear now. We've sort of, sort of evolved that too and just right. um, upgraded over the years. And yeah. now we've got some really, really good gear. Mm. Um, all of our cardio suite, uh, life fitness gear yeah. upstairs separate um, group fitness area which has got air conditioning and everything up there okay. and then during the day because we wanted to utilize that space upstairs we've hung all our trx's up there ah. so we've got a functional training room so people can go up there personal trainers can go up there right, and use it as a functional space yeah. yes smart smart good use of the space yes uh <clears throat> that now you mentioned the lighting it stood out you've got these this really powerful pink uplight coming from the, the far end of the building. It looks incredible. 
So it is actually green. So pink would have been when uh, we did breast cancer awareness. We changed the colours yes. depending on what. So you can just so, you can just flick the colours. Yep. Oh. And so Anzac Day, we do all red. Yeah. Um, we do prostate. We do blue. Yeah. Uh, um, mental health. We do purple. So yeah. we've actually yeah. got a mental health day coming up, which oh, is amazing. Cool. One of our trainers, um, she runs a mental health day, mm. and um, everyone does t- uh, ten. 10 hours of exercise nonstop. So wow. they start and we just keep running classes. And there's there's already 20 people in every single class, same people booked out. So they just all get into it. And then anyone on top can jump in to the classes yeah. and not necessarily do all of them. Right. Um, but we have people that we have a whole lot of sponsorship. We had right. $4,000 sponsored last year. Yeah. And then obviously it goes to Gumboot Friday. So it's amazing. So, um, yeah, it was sort of all the... We're trying to sort of get on on board yeah, with this and the yeah. community we all dress up and it's it's an awesome day that's fantastic so, yeah it's really really cool so <laughs> that that we change the colors for that and then okay. um yeah different different events require different coloring but majority of the time it's in, it's just all lit up green which is one of our colors very clever because it's it's a great way of changing the mood or the theme very very quickly and easily without having to put signage up and bunting and you know just yeah. it just changes the the feel straight away which is um you know, pay for it once and, and there you oh, go. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's paid for itself many times over, I assure you. It's, I it's fantastic. Yeah, good yeah. move. So was that something you saw in the, the city gyms? Is that something that was already going on? Um, yes, yes and no. Like I, I really feel lighting for me, I mean, I've done this in all the bloody houses I've built too, um, <laughs> is I, I just love lighting because I think it can yeah. create such good mood. And mm. so I sort of thought, oh, we need like, otherwise it's just a concrete building, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you light it up and mm. I love all the lighting events that you see, you know, all over in, in different places. They have these luminous events and you go through and there's all these colored lights and it just changes everything mm, and i mm. was like we need that and i don't care how much it costs <laughs> we will and pay for it huge and because we've got so we've got stage spotlights yeah um which do because it's such a massive building right so we've got about mm. 10 huge big stage spotlights right. and then we've got uh the pillar lights as well yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. fantastic very well organized um Around this time, I start to think about tips, and that's kind of the the theme of the end of the podcast is things that um, have worked well for you in the past, or things that didn't work well that you realised there's a lesson in there. Um, what what sort of things you, you've shared? We've been through quite a few different very cool things that you're already doing, and I think all of those could be taken away by by people and put into their business in some way or form. But yeah. um, what would Sarah's top tips be? What what are the sort of the things for for trainers that you think um, you know would help them be more successful, stay in the industry longer, all those sorts of things? I think you need to be just off the cuff. I think yeah. you need to be very clear in your intention. I think you need to know what you are trying to achieve, yeah. and then I think you need to set it and then set a plan to achieve that i think community is massive it doesn't matter where you are because even if you're in a huge city if you've got a really close community you are gonna be successful um get over yourself (laughs) be be open uh drop drop the ego drop the the facade 
Yeah, yeah. And just be be as real as you can. People want to see how vulnerable you are because they're vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't don't be a superhuman because ultimately that's what might attract them to you, but then mm. they're not going to feel what mm. they need to feel from you and a connection from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people first. It's connection first. Yeah, yeah. And lighting second. <laughs> Create a good atmosphere. Get them in the door, turn the lights on. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a long list that I tried to scribble as quickly as I possibly could, but there's some gems in there, and I'll make sure those go into the, the show notes so people can remind themselves of some of those key tips. And um, yeah, I think there's some good stuff in there. If there's anything you want adding to the net notes, you know, website, anything from, from uh, you know, Facebook or whatever works, for, you know, socials, I'll add those in as well. And um, people can come and have a look and see some of the stuff that I looked at when I was doing my research. And uh, yes, yeah, see the see the, the, the aerial photo and the pink lights and all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. And I mean, we've constantly got um, social stuff going up mm. daily on our Facebook stories and things like that. And you can sort of get a yeah. get a bit of a vibe feel. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a really good one as well. Anyway, it's been fantastic catching up, and thanks so much again for your time, Sarah. It's been, uh, no been great chatting and uh, just you know hearing how you guys do what you do at Evolve. Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity. No problem. Cool. All You're right. Cool. See you again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now.